0: While we were preparing this episode... Um, we realized about 90% of the way through research. Definitely that we, 90% of the way through. <laughs> that we completely skipped You Never Walk Alone era yep. music videos, which means. Uh, not today and queen spring day spring day Yeah. Um, (laughs) the thing
1: that's so funny is because we were watching mic drop which we had already covered serendipity and dna and then we're starting to get into mic drop and you're like oh this is the first time we're seeing those black clothed figures Mm -hmm. and that's huge because it comes up multiple times i'm like no the first time that happens is not today and i'm like today oh shit not today yeah you never walk alone spring day we talked totally dropped the ball on it
0: we also realized for the first time that the era that we came in to the fandom on was not the wings era it was the you never walk alone repackage which yes is all of wings but it's also spring day and not today that was actually that era when we became army so I mean, both of our minds were just broken. Yeah, um, we, broken. Just processing we're like, oh, yeah, We came
1: in during Wings, when the reality yeah. is we came in during Wings tour, but mm-hmm. we came in with the You Never Walk Alone repackaged album. Yeah. So truly, Spring Day and Not Today was the newest music that had been put
0: out yeah so we're not skipping <sighs> yeah, <our> it. <laughs>
1: just so mind-blowing we're like oh shit so, we've been yeah. living a
0: lie yeah seriously <laughs> um so we're not skipping it we will come back and give not today and spring day their full episode that they deserve um but since we were already so far like literally almost finished with research for today's episode we just decided to continue with this one yeah So, on that note, welcome back Iconics, and if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla.
1: And I'm Bethany, and this is Stanning BTS. Yes. Yes, welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS.
0: What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way.
1: Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you.
0: Totally. But if you're down for some, Park Jimin and Serendipity is so fucking beautiful, and I'm so excited to finally talk about it.
1: Oh, he is beautiful, and I'm glad we're talking about it, too. Or, I've been spending my days staying gold, thanks to BTS. (gasps)
0: Yes, uh oh, stay go. Oh my gosh. Do, yes. Do, 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 do. Stay, stay go. go. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's such a good singers. song. We really need like a little bit of extra time to talk about it. Yes. Um, so, anyways, if you're here for all of that, then you're in the right place. Yeah.
1: Okay. So today, for an overview of this episode, we're going to briefly discuss the serendipity comeback trailer, but then we're really going to dive into DNA and mic drop with more discussion into the significance of the "Love Yourself" her era on bts's increasing presence and success in the states we're also going to explore some of the more hidden themes and storylines that are within the mic drop music video we're really excited for this episode and how it kind of turned out during research yeah um so it's really there's some fangirling over headbands and bucket Mm -hmm. hats Mm -hmm. but uh there's going to be a lot of discussion into just BTS's presence in the States and how significant the Love Yourself Her era really was.
0: Yeah. And we're kind of seeing uh this era with new eyes because when it came out, yeah, it was our first comeback, but we didn't do the podcast yet. It was like six months or more later that we started this podcast. So we really weren't trained to like look at and analyze and. We were
1: baby armies. Yeah. yeah extreme we babies. We were just like looking at how much they you know how appealing and sexy and hot yeah, they were they were just
0: being destroyed like wrecked yeah. you know like who
1: are these people wow this is great and enjoying the music and not really diving into some of the deeper things and we really didn't know BTS's history like we do now
0: right so we're excited to get into more of that aspect today um, but before we do get into today's episode we want to say thank you Iconics for being here and for supporting us if you'd like to support us even further and have access to our google docs full of episode notes important links and pictures you can do that by donating monthly to our patreon at patreon.com standingbts
1: Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes. Any type of support you guys have to offer is super appreciated. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening.
0: Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Um, getting into our charity of the month first we want to say that even though um, black lives matter is no longer our promoted charity of the month as they were our chosen charity month for june um, please continue to support the movement along with us through your words and actions and donations Um, just because we're moving on to spotlight another charity of the month does not mean that we're no longer in support of them or that we are not going to be vocal about it Um, but because there is an international conservation day towards the end of the month of July, we thought it would be cool to see what we could support, um, as far as nature conservation goes. So we found a charity called conservation international and their website is super simple and easy. It's www.conservation.org. Um, conservation international works to spotlight and secure the critical benefits that nature provides to humanity since their inception they've helped to uh, protect more than 6 million square kilometers or 2.3 million square miles of land and sea across more than 70 countries they currently have offices in 29 countries and 2,000 partners worldwide and their reach is truly global so no matter where you live you can contribute to this project. Um, your contributions support their science, policy work, and partnerships as they seek to solve the climate crisis and create a cleaner, healthier planet. Their mission is to build upon a strong foundation of science, partnership, and field demonstration, and Conservation International empower societies to responsibly and sustainably care for nature, our global biodiversity, and the well-being of humanity.
1: Wow, that's great. I cannot believe that they've protected more than 2.3 million square miles of yeah. land and sea. Yeah, That's incredible. So yeah, guys, definitely uh, donate alongside us for this charity, for Conservation International. Uh, I think it's really great to also continue to donate to Black Lives Matter. But for July, I think it's great to give back to our planet as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the Love Yourself Her era. This was Kayla and I's first comeback. Yeah. we We were fresh to the fandom. This was our very, very first comeback. We didn't even know what comeback trailers were. We didn't even know what comeback stages were. We
0: had no idea what we were in for.
1: Absolutely no idea, other than the fact that there was... a a new album coming out so all these little little bits of like comeback trailers and teasers was so exciting for us and so fresh Mm -hmm. and new so we're going to go ahead and start off with the love yourself her serendipity comeback trailer it was released on september 4th 2017 wow kayla 2017 that's crazy so typically for the comeback trailers and for the intros we tend to give The member their own episode, but we did not give serendipity its own episode purely because we feel this video doesn't need its own episode. There really isn't any choreography. There isn't much connection to the overarching storyline and theories. Uh, we do first time see these like galaxy shots and ideas which for sure foreshadows DNA and future BTS galaxy universe concepts like microcosmos and so on Mm -hmm. Um, but we really didn't feel like serendipity in itself needed its own episode but if you guys really want an episode for it please reach out and let us know we'll for sure cover all the lyrics and everything Um, but for this we didn't really feel like we needed to get too in depth on it
0: Mm -hmm. the lyrics for this song are so beautiful and mm-hmm. it truly is like such a love song and it's a perfect introduction into this era this love yourself her era um me being a jimin stan like oh my god back then like first <laughs> comeback and jimin has the intro i was like, so
1: jealous of you oh I'm my like, god how do you feel getting a whole intro <laughs> a whole music video of just jimin a whole yeah, song i mean
0: it was Truly, like I felt super spoiled. And Mm -hmm. um, so that I that um, excitement has never been lost on me. Like I've always kind of treasured this music video, even just for that reason. Um, but I think that the lyrics are beautiful. If people want us to do a whole episode and get like deep into the lyrics. We so could. We, we so could. We do have some symbolism to talk about through the video. One of them is we see like the room shaking. Um, but Jimin, with this room around him shaking a bunch of stuff moving around, he doesn't seem panicked or panicked or worried. He's actually smiling. Um, And you can kind of relate this to the love that he's talking about being unshakable. And it it can be like, Oh, the love between BTS and army. So cute. Um, But he's just not worried about all of the chaos going on around him because this love is so good, you know? Mm -hmm unshakable yeah yeah unshakable um also the symbol of yellow i feel like is really important in this video it just stands out the color um it for me it really contributes to that happiness that light feeling the serendipitous feel of the music video we see the blanket that jimin wraps himself up in it's one of my favorite shots in the video he like smiles yeah, and that
1: yellow blanket mm-hmm. uh-huh. closes the blanket over his face and then he kind of just like vanishes yeah
0: so cute um, then there's that massive yellow ball kind of on the side and then also the balloon that he releases um, and I, it just adds to a really beautiful like light aesthetic to the music mm-hmm. video
1: which really fits what serendipity is mm-hmm. and the meaning of serendipity i just have to mention that ball too also makes an appearance in dna so it's the perfect sweet comeback trailer to tease a little bit of what's to come with yeah, dna for sure or dna and encompassed, encompassed serendipity within its music video because there's that shot of jimin on the ground with this like massive yellow i don't know if it's a yellow ball but it's a massive yellow circular mm-hmm. object in the background right i do have to mention too that jimin is blonde for the love yourself her era and i think that the blonde hair goes along with the yellow, the symbolism of yellow. He looks he looks much softer and brighter and cuter. I, we couldn't have black-haired Jimin for serendipity because it would Mm-mm. just be too sexy and too much and it just wouldn't yeah. fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I really do think that the blonde-haired Jimin is super cute and it always makes me think of, like how the emoji people use for Jimin is like a little chick. So Mm. I kind of go back to serendipity and, and kind of the meaning with the yellow and, and that. Yeah. Uh, Another symbol that we see a lot is the, the cactus that's presented in the music video. Uh, We kind of looked into the meaning and symbolism of a cactus and endurance was a common theme with cacti, saying that like cacti grow and survive in some of the harshest conditions and environments with very little water, Um, but they're able to endure and resist these hardships. So we kind of thought that uh, going along with serendipity, that the love that Jimin is singing about in this song can resist these hardships and overcome and endure
0: a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a beautiful symbolism behind behind that. Um another one that we see is the calico cat. Not only do we actually see him holding and like nuzzling up to a calico cat in the video, but he also sings about it in the lyrics. He says I'm your calico cat. Um so we found out that it's rare to find a male calico cat. Um and these cats are thought of as lucky and extraordinary because of their rareness. So he's just saying that he can be that for this person, which I think is an incredibly sweet sentiment.
1: It is a very sweet sentiment. Um, another really beautiful shot that we get in Serendipity is we've got the whole universe kind of on the backdrop of Jimin while he's standing on this it's not a diving board but it's like a ledge that's hanging Yeah, like a over. ledge. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Into the abyss.
1: Into the abyss, yes. And he free falls backwards off of this ledge while singing, just let me love you. And He's just free falling into love, smile beaming on his face, no inhibitions, pure happiness, uh, enabling us all to fall further into love with him um, and that it's okay to fall in love and that it's something to be excited and happy about. And what a beautiful concept of of just loving someone but also, loving ourselves it's the most perfect Mm -hmm. intro to the entire love yourself concept love yourself because this was the very beginning of the whole love yourself
0: concept Mm -hmm. and the first like love that a lot of people feel is an outward love to another person you know and it's it's rare that the first person that you love is yourself you know it's more you learn to love you know you love your parents you love your siblings you love your significant other and your friends Um, and so this really is such a perfect intro to this entire era of love yourself and i don't think that we ever really realized you know what that the w- what this song was doing yeah, yeah the role it was playing and
1: what a perfect member too to bring us and welcome yes. us into this new concept than jimin who's like the most loving member loving person yeah. so
0: full of love mm-hmm. yes um another thing that we actually don't even have down here but there is a extended version of serendipity that was on uh and love yourself answer and um that song is extended and i remember that i always used to say to you like before that version came out that this was a sexy song that this could be a sexy song instead of At like super lighthearted and lovey-dovey just because I feel like he works in a little kind of soul into how he sings it Mm -hmm. and then when that extended version came out and there's a little bit more bass there's a little bit of more R&B feel to the song you were like Yeah, okay, I can see how you say that now. Yeah, you,
1: I am so happy that you're bringing this up because I remember you telling me, this is a sexy song, this is is a get-it-on, like, sex song. I'm like, no, it's not, Kayla, it's not at all. (laughs) And then when we went to see bts and concert in fort worth and we s- for the first time got to see the serendipity performance and Jimin is like full on grinding on the ground on the, the ground the choreography. i'm like okay while he's
0: saying just let me love you yeah
1: <laughs> i see it now
0: thank you thank you um so just overall thoughts for serendipity The music video has stunning visuals. Not only is Jimin just so beautiful and just aesthetically pleasing but the set that he's on the colors the the lightness that it has is just really nice to watch really pleasing um we didn't get much into the lyrics but they have this song has very poetic and beautiful lyrics um written by Nam June. so you know that they're they're deep and uh really expressive of this love yeah definitely okay
1: so after the comeback trailer was released We end up getting the first official teaser for DNA, which was released on September 14th, 2017. For this teaser, we have Jungkook walking towards us, towards the camera, and he's whistling the tune of DNA. Uh, which at the mm-hmm. time we were not really sure of, but we can kind of assume is the tune of the song.
0: But at the time we seriously had no idea. We were like, we had no idea. Okay. He, like we didn't know what trailers were like or how much they hinted towards what the song was going to sound like. Like, and to this z-
1: day we don't even, we're like, is this yeah. the song? Is this what's what it's going to sound like? Especially like with idol. I remember the idol teasers I was being like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 But, um, he is whistling the tune of DNA, Uh, And then he ends the teaser by standing front and center with BTS surrounding him. He like takes position for the beginning of the choreography, which we didn't really know about Mm -hmm. um, until later. But we see the first foot movements of the song and it gives us just a subtle glimpse of the choreography. And I remember watching this and being i was dying for more i was it did the job of a teaser like they always do Mm. but it really it was the choreography that i was very excited to see i was in full anticipation for what is to come with the choreography
0: yeah um for me this was definitely not enough like Mm -hmm. this teaser came out 10 days after serendipity so i remember that being such a long fucking 10 days of like (laughs) anticipating already what it was like what we were gonna get because we knew like when this you know like we had schedules and stuff and i mean this was not enough like the whole just the whole thing being him whistling and then the tiniest foot movement you know um like you said really set the anticipation um i i couldn't wait to see more after this uh, thankfully, we did not have to wait m- long to see more because the next day on September 15th, 2017, they released the DNA official teaser 2. This video consisted mainly of these. Close up, gorgeous shots of all of them. I mean, you, I, when we rewatched this, it has probably been three years since we watched it. And when we rewatched it, we were just so fucking wrecked like, so wrecked, 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 like, wrecked.
1: My heart was clenching the entire <laughs> time like, holy shit.
0: Yeah. I mean visuals not only do they all look incredible but they're all doing these hot thirst trap things like thirst trap Oh my god <laughs> Hoseok is putting on this jacket and you ah uh, and Namjoon is standing there flexing his arm and staring at it why is it hotter because he's looking at it you know and then Yungi has like this tongue action going on mm-hmm. and Jungkook is like loosening a silk fucking tie around his neck um, it's they're all just too much. When you
1: when you said thirst traps, I'm like, yes, that's exactly yeah. what everything that's <laughs> going on here is all thirst traps, and it's just so quick, guys. Like, it's too much, too fast. Like, yeah. going definitely go and watch this teaser again. I'm telling you right now. If you just go ahead and exit away from the podcast right now, mm, I don't do care. It. Watch this second teaser for DNA, guys you will be wrecked by all of them yeah it's so fast it's so fast and it's overwhelming and it's just sexy shot after sexy shot
0: aesthetics visuals gorgeous yeah
1: just pure gorgeous shots of all of them
0: cannot overstate it enough like seriously we (laughs) we were destroyed still are obviously Mm -hmm. i'm glad we we watched all of it yeah definitely
1: Okay, so now we're gonna go ahead and get into the official music video for DNA. So, DNA was released on September 18th, 2017. Uh, We're gonna first start off with just talking about like the aesthetics in terms of like the setting and the outfits, and then we're gonna get a little bit into the choreography, some fangirl moments, and like overall thoughts. So, for the aesthetics and the setting, there are so many vibrant colors especially primary colors everywhere mm-hmm. so much red blue yellow uh some green going on too very very vibrant uh we get shots of outer space these cosmic visuals of galaxies and the moon uh and then we also have like a very signature shot of this outdoor steel structure that has these yellow beams Uh, it looks as if the building is in process just like loving yourself or loving another person can be in process Uh, I kind of like that concept of just like this this plain structure of like we're building from here we're in the process Mm -hmm. of loving oneself Uh, but that outdoor structure is very signature and those yellow beams which just I think goes along with like serendipity the yellow that we got there
0: the whole vibe for sure Mm -hmm. Um, I love the idea of that incomplete structure being a representation of the process of loving oneself Mm -hmm. um they going into their outfits a little bit, we know and we see a lot of Gucci um, in this era and definitely in this music video. Uh, for example, Jimin's sparkly jacket or Hosok's striped sweater. Um, we also see a lot of clothing with love or loved written on it. So I know like a lot of people think about like Tae Young's earring and Singularity saying loved, and we think you know, we see a lot of that kind of writing later on in the rest of the love yourself eras and this is really the beginning of that we also see some acid wash jeans and acid acid wash jean jackets um and then again just like with the setting a lot of primary colors red yellow blue some green in there um but just really bright and vibrant with the outfits
1: very very bright and vibrant i just have to add that hosok striped sweater is iconic and mm-hmm. so is Joe's oh sparkly jacket but those yeah. rainbow colors i'm so vibrant so great and like i just cannot and i probably will throughout the entire episode just praise j-hope for this entire era uh he just really shines like a little star he's incredible mm-hmm. so for the choreography we have to kind of go on a little tangent here because since this was our first comeback, I remember specifically going over the pointing forearm choreography when they sing DNA. Uh, I remember very vividly being in your apartment, Kayla, and sitting on the couch, inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Impaired. Yeah. And just... and questioning what exactly they were doing for that choreography or like dna do they like tap their arm three times down their forearm do Do they they go down and then back up
0: (laughs) we really thought that it was like start at the elbow down to the wrist back to the middle of the forearm for some reason i thought it was
1: three taps all the way down i mean i was like dna i
0: I think for we were like there's three letters it seems like they should tap themselves three times for that choreo It was a they don't. no it was a really long time like we watched that for like I mean it had to at least spend 20-30 minutes of trying to figure out what the fuck they were doing stupidity it's just stupidity <laughs> at, at it's finest and all they were doing is tapping from their upper forearm to their lower forearm yeah.
1: yeah but that's kind of the signature choreography for DNA is they tap the top of their forearm only once and then again a second time at the bottom by their wrist and they just kind of do this arch of like DNA and i think it's supposed to just resemble like the dna in our blood or whatever yeah that makes me think of namjoon's live when an army commented your blood doesn't have dna and he was like what he looked so confused (laughs) (laughs) anyways um Another really mesmerizing choreography bit that they do for DNA is when they all get into their like DNA formation where they're holding each other's arms and they're intertwined with one another and they kind of do like a wave within like I I don't know who it starts with j-hope or yoongi or something and they all kind of just do this long wave of intertwined hands and arms Mm -hmm. Uh, really really neat it's so mesmerizing and it looks very complex at a first glance Mm -hmm. Uh, another bit of the choreography is just like an overarching theme is that the footwork is so important in this song and it's really remarkable how quick and precise they all are they're all very close to one another they switch and transition so Quickly and fluidly. So, like, we just kind of really want to hit on the choreography here because the choreography for DNA is just really, really. Complex and so well done. Mm-hmm. So, so well done.
0: Yeah. I think when we were experiencing this video for the first time, we were blown away by this choreo. Um, they're sliding down on the ground, getting back up, maintaining perfect formation the entire time. That DNA formation you were talking about, where they're all kind of entangled and kind of doing the wave around with one arm at a time to kind of represent DNA. Um, their bodies, some of them are so contorted or they have to be in really weird angles and positions i remember watching mm-hmm. like a behind the scenes video of filming this and it's a lot it's a lot of work for them to be in that in that formation and yeah. they've done it so much now at this point um i just think they deserve major props for the choreo and they the song do
1: deserve major props and we did get to learn with this the, this comeback specifically They were giving it their all and I think we'll get into shortly here. Um, just how important this era and this comeback was for all of them i'm sure there was a lot of pressure but they were fatigued man they were tired yeah this is a hard performance Mm -hmm.
0: Um, in this music video towards the end of the song all of the bright color in the set around them completely drops out and it's just like white walls with a uh, a black background and they're dancing in a straight across horizontal line and the black background gives them the effect of being like backlit so their dancing has to be absolutely fucking perfect 100% in tune they have to be doing the same thing at the same time and they are standing out and they perfectly execute this
1: perfectly definitely at the end we really see j-hope leading the choreography we see his stage commanding smile lifting his chin so powerfully and just really Owning this choreography and leading this choreography here at the yeah. end.
0: Yeah. Dance King, you know. Dance King I think for sure. This was really important to us, especially back then too, because what we knew about BTS was so small, we at least knew, oh, that's the lead dancer. Oh my god, he's leading all of them. Like it was really, really cool to just see his his talent and his execution like his that. His
1: presence, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh something that we noticed for the first time, okay i noticed that this song their choreography ends in a single file line um hosok had been leading the choreo so they all kind of just collapse behind him
1: at the very end at the very very end end,
0: like the absolute last thing that you see and right when i saw that i was like oh my god fake love the fake love choreography begins with them in a single file line so dna was their hit track for love yourself her the next album love yourself tear it's fake love so it was for the first time i kind of noticed this continuity between the two where one ended in a single file line and the next one began in a single file line
1: i thought that was so interesting when you pointed that out during research i'm like you have to mention that for our episode because i have never heard any theory or army's ideas of this like continuity between these two uh choreographies from one hit track to the next Mm -hmm. it makes my mind yeah yeah,
0: i i i don't know why i noticed it but it makes me want to like look closer at like the dna lyrics versus the fake love lyrics and like like do side by side of the music videos too and just like see you know if there's anything else there i guess once we get on to the tier era music videos we might notice some more similarities yeah Yeah.
1: uh overall this whole performance perfect execution of the choreography we both feel that the entire choreography for dna is iconic like it's just one of a kind they're We aren't really going to get into it, but we feel that DNA, the song itself, gets some hate, but we really have nothing but praise for DNA and everything that kind of came along with it and Mm -hmm. just kind of what it it ended up leading into after this.
0: Yeah. Um, And just like, I guess to kind of touch on that for a second, I feel like any of the, the hate that DNA kind of gets is only because fake love came out after it and fake the... Love Yourself Tear was a full album, whereas Love Yourself Her was an EP. It was only seven songs. And so I think that Love Yourself Her tends to get outshone by uh Love Yourself Tear a little bit. Just because Love Yourself Tear is a full album and every single song on that album is fucking incredible. <laughs> it's a
1: remarkable album.
0: Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean that love yourself her and dna by extension aren't incredible in their own right and i think mm-hmm. that i'm really glad that we're finally getting to this era because um i definitely have a newfound like respect and love for these songs i go back that and
1: listen to it I, know. I feel i truly feel that it was vital to bts's success especially in the states
0: mm-hmm. for sure um we have to just sneak in a couple fangirl moments to talk about from this music video. The first thing that has always stuck with me throughout these past three years of all the other things that they've done since then, but what I am always thinking of and reminded of with DNA is Young's facial expressions. He wrecked me so hard. I remember back then I was trying so hard to stay loyal to Jimin. And (laughs) Young is just, from the beginning of this video, he is the he's his facial expressions are changing from one second to another and like he's really working them into the choreography he does like mm-hmm. some snarls he like is smiling he the other second in. it's so mm-hmm. much it is i mean he is incredible Hmm.
1: i was very blessed with that especially him kind of starting the song there at the beginning yeah. uh, walking us into the music video i'm like wow okay blessing uh <laughs> shortly after that i just can't praise enough this transition that goes on between Young and j-hope where they hold on to each other and they kind of basically swing into each other for this like little tiny bit of choreography uh that goes into j-hope's verse it's so cool mm-hmm. to see, and it's such a smooth, neat transition for me. I can't help but to mention the Tay Cook choreography that goes on too with DNA. Uh, at the time, I didn't even this is how I became a like Tay Cook, I guess, quote on shipper here, especially like I was an early army guy. I this think was you was my were first already comeback. a
0: Tay Cook shipper, but like this music video, I feel like really helps solidify it for it solidified you, solidified it. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> I was like i was crazy crazy um i'm past that now but (laughs) at the time i was like wow oh my god like Cook really got their own choreography they got a a good amount of screen time of just them dancing even when like that kind of cube that they're standing on Mm -hmm. uh like rotates around them and then you even see them off in the distance doing a little bit of a cute little handshake for the choreography i'm like wow take
0: hook they also get that full just close-up shot of both of them side side by side on i remember you freaking out about that like screenshotting sending it to me just i mean (laughs) that was like the talk for a whole week was just like oh my gosh look at them next to each other so beautiful take hook. yeah they're so hot yeah
1: i still should yeah they're great
0: (laughs) (laughs) go check out her take hook fanfic on patreon unfinished it's a
1: five dollar patron or more
0: it's a what's it called a whip a
1: work in progress yeah a
0: whip (laughs) work in progress it's called love can be so cruel Mm, and it's incredible um okay so we've kind of touched on this a lot so far but the overall thoughts that we have about dna our main thing is just how impactful dna itself was for bts's success in America.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that DNA, though it may not be their most lyrically or melody impressive song, like it's to me, it's a crowd pleaser. Mm. And that's, I think, goes along the same lines of what Boy with Love is. But DNA's purpose is it's that more lighter, cuter theme that a lot of K-pop groups in general kind of do. They'll go between this more fun, cutesy theme to a darker theme, which we end up, or like more mature theme that we get with later on with fake love and tear. Mm -hmm. But DNA is this fun, loving, bright color, crowd-pleasing song, Uh, pop, ultra pop, which is a part of their genre and i really think that's what led into their opportunity and their first time ever debuting on american television with the dna performance at the american music awards
0: yeah i remember immediately loving this song when it came out and um i think another reason why it can sometimes get hate is because it is, like you said, an ultra-pop, light-hearted, like, so, supposed to be a fun song, a crowd-pleasing pop song, that it's not getting into more of those, like, grimy themes, like, that they deal with during the Tear album. Um, yeah. And so sometimes, just because Army, we love to get really deep into the theories, really deep into the meaning and everything, because this doesn't have yeah. as much of that going on. But that's not the you goal know. of
1: this song, you know? Right. Right. The totally. goal of this song is to appeal to all audiences, to the casual listener and the diehard fan, right? And
0: casual listeners that we talk to in our lives, you and me personally, they like DNA. They love like, DNA. They want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. If the, if you put on BTS, that's what they want to hear. Um, I, I think that this lighthearted pop sound is especially easy for American ears to pick up on and enjoy. I think the melody is easy to kind of groove to and sing along to, uh, and not too difficult either. Um, and I think that that especially was one of Especially that whistle, that- yeah, that super whistle catchy. really
1: makes it catchy.
0: And anyone can whistle along, you know. Definitely,
1: definitely. Easy for the American ears, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it opened the doors to all sorts of American interviews and performances throughout future eras. But it wasn't until DNA that. America really was providing them with the interviews, the performances. They had been invited to billboard and had one top social artist, but they didn't get interviews. They didn't get performances. Um, it wasn't until the American music awards that BTS got to go out on stage and perform DNA for America for the first time. Yeah. And let me tell you, we threw a huge party for it. We were super excited for it. And, I think a lot of people found BTS during this time. Oh, yeah. Really found BTS because of this performance. And guys, definitely in our Google Doc, we have it linked, the performance at the American Music Awards. Go watch it because you see the crowd and it's a wow factor. They're just wowing everyone because something like this has never been seen at an American award show ever before in history.
0: No. And I mean, when we were researching, I even talked about like we had the Backstreet Boys or In Sync. And there's, of course, other like pop stars that are, you know, from the United States and they might sing and then do some dancing. But there has never been performances where they're full on dancing, a full choreography set for the entire song and singing, you know, performing at such a high caliber all at once. This truly Mm -hmm. was um, historic in american music television um historic Mm -hmm. for the k-pop industry and for bts can we say again iconic like that whole performance that moment iconic
1: maybe we're biased here i don't know but iconic man i really feel that way i you know when we were doing this research i'm like i cannot praise dna enough even though it's maybe not their best song to me it was so crucial and essential for where they are today.
0: Yeah, I love I love the song and even though BTS obviously all of the groundwork that they did leading up to the Love Yourself her era, Blood Sweat & Tears was huge. Um the Most Beautiful Moment in Life albums, those were huge in them gaining success.
1: The Wings tour in the
0: States for
1: sure. Wings
0: tour. The fact that they toured so massively in the States with wings was huge, but I believe, we believe, it cannot be overstated enough that because of DNA, because of Love Yourself Her, BTS performed live on American television for the first time, blew everyone's minds, and officially got their foot in the door, opened the door for them in the United States.
1: And now they're performing at the Grammys and being nominated for the Grammys. And at fucking
0: Times Times Square Square. for the new year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep all right we owe a lot to to love yourself her and to dna
1: we do do. don't sleep on it guys (laughs) Mm -mm. all right so let's go ahead and get into mic drop so, Mike Drop, the Steve Aoki remix official teaser, was released on November 16th, 2017, so about a month later. Um, but it comprised of a different clips from the official music video. We see glimpses of Aoki, uh, we get a little bit of the introduction to the song connection and BTS, and after watching this official teaser, I turned to you, Kayla, and I'm like, this is true bts this is the Mm. more hip-hop rap influenced bts this is the more bad boy bts and it's perfect that it got paired with this tiny ep this seven song ep alongside dna it was everything that they needed to continue to go on and push themselves further into um, the greater audience of of the states you know like to really mm-hmm. because the states cares a lot about english the language which is right. bullshit but they do
0: well i think that this song before the remix was released was already a standout song one of the best songs on the album um but just getting this remix with steve aoki who is such a big deal in the electronic music world um like I mean, a pioneer, one of the biggest artists. Um, it was super, super cool that they got to collab with him. Um, and since then, like they've worked on more things together and Aoki plays BTS at his fucking festivals and shit. He like he loves BTS. Yeah, I mean it's I he loves he loves them. That's just the only way to put it. So it was
1: one of the first and best collabs that BTS have done.
0: Yeah. So um super, super cool. And I think that the remix is awesome. Let's dive in to the remix official music video. Um, this was released on November 24th, 2017. So just a couple days later. As far as the setting, um, we noticed kind of for the first time watching this video earlier that there seems to be kind of a chronological storyline in this video it's not as forthcoming as maybe a storyline that you might notice in fake love or idol or um you know on or whatever it
1: takes a back seat which is what's so interesting and i don't know if it's because going into this research we have kind of a fresh pair of eyes here um, Mm -hmm. because of the podcast and because of our growth as as army but yeah there is definitely a storyline that goes on
0: yeah I I, I love your wording that it takes a backseat because I think especially us the first time three years ago that we were fangirling originally over this music video we were just so consumed with how incredible they all look that we didn't even notice yeah that we didn't even notice the setting and the things you know where they were so kind of what we've pieced together is that BTS begins in a prison interrogation room. Um, Then they're seen in a common area in a prison. And then during Yoongi's rap, we see him rapping in an investigation room where they might like do experiments or something. Um, And then for Namjoon's verse, they're in a security room during which, during his verse, they break out of prison and are seen outside. Um, And then there's kind of like destruction all around them and kind of their their aftermath so let's kind of go through and talk about these different rooms that we see
1: we're gonna we're gonna pick it apart here so this original shot that we get this interrogation room we also kind of call it the Stevie Oki room where he's on the other side of this glass window uh this interrogation room has this double view you can see it as an interrogation room but it also kind of gives off recording studio vibes because recording studios are often set up in this way as well but the way that they have this table and they're all sitting behind this table with their microphones and they're lounging these chairs and we we get the view from us for the camera shot is through the window into the interrogation room in which they are all sitting which we just have to say that the table that they're sitting at gives us kind of Dionysus vibes but it also kind of resembles a press conference table like when they go in and do Mm -hmm. interviews and talk but the way that the whole setting is set up it gives off like feelings of an interrogation right and our minds were blown when we saw this because we're like Is this them telling armies and the public that like when they do their press conferences or even just anytime they talk, does it feel like they're being interrogated? Does Mm -hmm. it feel like what they're saying is constantly being monitored Mm -hmm. and nitpicked at and just analyzed? And so, like, it kind of feels like an interrogation. There's a lot of pressure that's put on them. Uh, We see a lot of microphones and security cameras around the room. There's an abundance of, like, microphones on the table and, like, floating in the air around them. And, again, it's just really showing that they're always, always being monitored constantly. Um, I mean, we've talked about the cameras that go on, even in, like, trainees' uh what do you call them dorms yeah. trainee dorms and stuff i don't know if big hit is like that they but like, did. they did they had
0: them because yeah. you remember um our trainee life episode and there was some interview where one of the members was talking about like finding a like a corner of the of the apartment that didn't have a camera where they could have their like unhealthy snack or something unhealthy
1: snacks yeah yeah Yeah, just always being monitored but like not even so much in the in their studio or their company but also like by the The world by the public Mm -hmm. the media etc
0: cetera. How did we not pick this up before it blows this my is mind? Crazy because they're <laughs> still talking about this thing. They have this theme even more at the forefront of their music today with today. Black Swan. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, I'm blanking on, but there was, I don't know if it was for the love yourself answer or love yourself tier concept photos, but those concept photos that had them like trapped in a box with cameras and hands all around them that was
1: the love yourself answer comeback.
0: yeah i mean and that performance for for, i don't know but they're like tied up like puppets on strings and they're moving around Mm -hmm. like kind of marionettes like they're being controlled yeah Um, that was for
1: either melon or mama for like 2018 or 2019 around there yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean i again i think it's just because we we were not analytical about them at all when this mm-hmm. came out we did not have the podcast yet we were so crazy fangirly it's insane looking back yeah. um but growth I, growth. The growth serious growth <laughs> it's a
1: part of the army process i saw someone tweet the other day um it was going viral like if you just join the fandom the worst thing you can do is get on stan twitter like yeah. stay away yeah stay away from enjoy and learn about BTS in your own way, before you get on stand twitter because you're just not going to be where other armies are
0: because it is a journey and it's a process it is for sure um but we just did not notice anything and i th- it's so interesting now looking back that this theme really i feel like started here in the symbolism yeah. in mic drop i and don't we didn't think even
1: know it until we now. didn't even
0: know crazy um later on this interrogation room um is for yoongi's verse the same the same room is redecorated into like an investigation room and it's interesting there's that same table there but it's been cleaned off and there's a bunch of photos hanging in the background like almost like snapshots of them um as if they're being investigated and then we kind of see like chemicals and supplies in the background as if they're there for some kind of you know testing or whatever um and this just kind of contributes to what you were talking about bethany with bts themselves feeling you said they feel like they're being monitored it seems like they're also feel like they're being investigated and And analyze
1: analyzed in depth. every little tiny thing yeah i mean look
0: it's exactly what we're doing right now but we're not doing it in a negative way mm-hmm.
1: but i feel like
0: we're what they you know what they're kind of addressing and trying to symbolize towards is that negative side of it too because they're mm-hmm. being imprisoned by it
1: it's crazy that they felt this way back then because from 2017 to 2020 they haven't stopped They just become more and more popular. Yeah. It like hasn't leveled off at all. It hasn't Mm -hmm. leveled off and hasn't even started to curve. I feel, uh, the success of BTS continues to grow and that they feel this way back then. No wonder that by the time tear comes around and answer, they're really starting to consider like disbandment at this point. They really like, I think that the fan, the, the amount of popularity that was growing from this, uh, from this on out has been a challenge for all of them. I can't imagine. I can't imagine.
0: You kind of touched on it earlier, but they were so tired and like just overworked during this era because I think part of it could have been big hit overworking them. And part of it could have also been themselves putting pressure on themselves for these performances for these opportunities because they really were picking up momentum and
1: that's it putting if so if much pressure picking up momentum with that world wings tour worldwide wings tour their momentum was strong and i think there was a lot of pressure we don't know the insides and outs of big hit and the bts like dynamic but we can kind of assume and think that since there was so much momentum coming off this world tour for this comeback there was a lot of anticipation
0: yeah i think so too um they really knew that they could not let up and they they must have felt so much pressure um i think it makes sense looking at the tear era after this fake love outro tear these songs that they're writing about how how the pressure of this world that they're feeling you know Put on that they're fe- feeling monitored and investigated and investigated and imprisoned by led them to the point the aftermath of that that they were considering disbanding and walking away. Yeah, like that's really what it seems like is that it's this you know yeah. the source of this
1: everything yeah. they do everything they say everything they wear everything they you know I, just everything is over analyzed investigated criticized criticized yes scrutiny Mm -hmm. um we also get a shot of like this open black stage uh and they're really standing out against this dark background we feel that this is important to highlight the choreography uh just because there's nothing behind them it's just a black stage it's really cool because we see steve aoki presenting himself here again projected above all of them uh there's also like cloaked figures falling from the sky in the background uh especially like later on in the video which kind of hints at what's to come with the outside shot that we get there's so many flashing cameras around them again going off like always being photographed always being seen captured and wow that word captured just makes me think of the prison scene that we get into next Mm -hmm. but um these flashing cameras oh my gosh we didn't even think about this during research but like Shadow that comes up again later on the love yourself answer concept photos that come out with them all being in a little tiny box with cameras Mm -hmm. flashing at them arms reaching at them
0: so much camera flashing in this set that i didn't even notice that that's what it was i thought that it was just like strobe lights you know just to yeah yeah, like a strobe light effect just to increase the hype of the dance which it does but when they zoom out you can see that it's multiple cameras flashing all around the edge of the frame yeah Yeah, from the shadows Mm -hmm. um super impactful i oh man you just hit me right there in the soul like literally getting getting their picture taken being captured okay but who would have thought that
1: mic drop had all this like storyline meaningful shit going on in the
0: music i know this whole time we've just been like wow they're so fucking hot (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but man. they are, but they are. um, but that doesn't mean that there's not more to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, the next kind of thing that we get into is the the prison. And for this prison scene, I, I just want to describe it a little bit because I think is really well known. Um, it's like, tan and blue walls and in the back right corner there's a stairway that goes up to kind of a second level of um, walkways that go around the back and the sides to where like there would be a second floor of prison cells and you can kind of see some doors down on the bottom some doors on the top and this setting is really interesting to us because, again, it's making us question along with the being monitored, investigated, captured, um, being in this prison. Do they feel trapped? Do they feel like prisoners in this idle life? And again, my mind is blown that we never looked at this music video this way before. I know.
1: I feel a form of regret and a form of, like, uh, guilt for not have taking the time to really look at this music video for what it was
0: yeah i feel like they've been telling us for so long yeah yeah yeah
1: i do think that they feel like prisoners in this idol life and i can't imagine and i hope that as time goes on they can break out of that um and i know that some people really think oh bts has changed but like look at what they're going through i think fame and the idea of Idol Life and what they've become, their global popularity. How do you not become somewhat affected by that? I still think that they are humble as much as they can be in this situation. You know, they're still really working hard, they're still perfecting everything they can and putting out really great music.
0: But I think that they're also becoming. More and don't take this is not meant to be said in a negative way at all, but I Mm -hmm. think more selfish with themselves and their wants and their needs and their own time, you know. And I think that they rightfully deserve to be. Um, like last year when they got to when they went on hiatus, um, we survived we were fine you know like they need army to do that more they need to be able to have long breaks like that or just more frequent smaller breaks um because their job as idols especially at the height of this popularity is 24 7 no breaks yeah. you know no breaks
1: not a normal life
0: no not, not at, at all, all.
1: So another shot that we get is outside uh, and this is when we kind of feel like they break away or they somehow escape this prison and they, we see Namjoon exit out of this ambulance. There's police cars surrounding them. Um, later on we get these wrecked cars that are just like fully consumed by flames. They're all on fire. We see cloaked figures falling from the sky also on fire and, uh, this is just like mass destru- destruction at this point um mm-hmm. uh we don't really have much symbolism or or any metaphor is behind this other than that we think that this is them like escaping the prison or just feeling as if they've um, well, it
0: almost seems like a reset or like, you know, a destroying of this this system that they're in and a wanting to break out of, you know, metaphorically break out of this prison that they're in yes. and all of the flames and the destruction and the even the explosion that we get when they're outside is really like... it's Defund the police. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, thank you. Defund the police while we're at it. But um, no, this this like powerful moment it's like showing their power and their ability to like literally light the world and the system that they're in on fire Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um that we really when we went into research did not expect to get that deep into the setting but over we found mic drop over my drop <laughs> we found so much symbolism and significance to us um so we hope that you guys enjoyed that part yeah. um getting into their outfit style i think that this style their outfits are truly iconic Iconic. Truly. Um, they they have those bucket hats, um, headbands, a lot bucket of um, hats
1: and headbands. Bucket galore. hats and headbands,
0: a lot of um mastermind branded clothing, there's some camo print going on, like bandanas, lots of there's a some pops of red as far as color goes, too.
1: Yeah, lots of black, white camo Mm -hmm. and red those pops of red that kind of like threatening more dangerous style
0: it's a power color too
1: it is a power color it is yeah it's strong it's vibrant it's like very forthcoming i love that j-hope has red hair because j-hope again i feel like the love yourself her era was just such a great hosok era and i didn't really have Mm. the appreciation for it that i do until now because i just will never be over Young's visuals for this (laughs) and Young in a headband holy crap and that silver hair but like j-hope really for dna and Mike drop both he is just really presenting himself as the lead dancer and he really commands the stage and i feel like he really draws us in he draws us in so much from the very beginning especially for mike drop he's like jumps off that freaking table and freaking table (sighs) and like you know wiggles his heel and just leans over and glares into our souls Mm -hmm.
0: again with the footwork i feel like this episode could also be called something with like footwork because this era these two iconic songs start with like this close-up shot of footwork happening you know i think it's very interesting j-hope does definitely own this choreography yeah Yeah.
1: but i just have to emphasize the the bucket hats and headbands because i feel like mic drop is we all are such suckers and we like bowed down to the bucket hats and headbands i mean they all look incredibly sexy and hot and just like wow how could you not be attracted to (laughs) i mean to them oh my god seriously
0: (laughs) jimin does this thing with his bucket hat where he pulls it down over his eyes and you just get like super sharp jawline and that is so sexy to me I can't just I can't explain why it just is I I
1: understand I totally understand yes (sighs) wow which I think is gonna lead perfectly into our choreography and like all-time fangirl moments for this music video overall I think it i don't know guys let us know if we're just being biased but we feel the entire chorus of this choreography is iconic like seriously iconic yeah the, did you see my bag movement where they're mm-hmm. like bending down
0: doing the little skip the follow me with your signs up jimin's fucking hips oh my god mm-hmm.
1: like the the kind of like um that i'm about to pop off Mm -hmm. where they're spinning their hands circling around circling around yeah the -hmm. whole thing this was the only choreography that you and I learned together to this day I don't know any other choreography as much like movement by movement as I learned for mic drop like I really took the time to learn
0: it we used to work out all the time together. And, and one of our workouts one evening was learning this choreography. Yeah. And we learned it. We learned it from the beginning of the song. Like, whoever was the lead dancer, so, like, mostly J-Hope, and then we learned Yoongi's part. We tri- I think we tried to learn G-Cook, like, backup for mm-hmm. Um, But we learned from the beginning all the way through, like, the first chorus. We did. And, uh, yeah, we still really know this choreo. Um, I just have to talk about the bridge this, I remember f- seeing this for the first time. First of all, Jin is so fucking handsome. Visual! <laughs> fucking Visually visual. perfect. Seriously. <laughs> um, but super, super cool. BTS all standing up and then leaning down with Taehyung popping up. And then they cover up again. And then they lean down and Jungkook pops up. That transition to us has always been super cool. Um, but I would just encourage you guys, if you have not done this... Go back, watch this mic drop video, and I know it's really hard to look away from Jin at this moment when they're in this triangle formation, but try, okay? You need to spend time looking Just at each it. member. <laughs> Just pause on each of them because they are all, they're moving so sexy and they're all giving like major bedroom eyes. Mm-hmm. Like J-Hope is in the back left corner trying to steal the show. Yeah. Jimin's over there on the, on right, the right staring yeah. into your soul. Namjoon like, over on
1: the left stealing your soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all Seriously.
0: Of <laughs> so do yourself a Favorite and go back and watch just for that watch seven times for each of them (laughs) absolutely worth it yeah
1: okay so some of our all-time fangirl moments for this music video i already told you but that j-hope jumping off the table and right there from the start stealing all of our hearts that is just unbelievably iconic signature for Mike drop it really sets the tone for the whole music video like fucking look at me
0: hmm yeah for sure what an entrance mm-hmm. um i have to point out right at 112 when hosok says world business and then you hear a bang bang, bang. bang. And in the music video, I love how they do this transition. One bang, Namjoon comes in on one side. The other one, Jin comes in on the other side. And like Hoseok kind of motions, you know, one way to the other way. And as they pop in, like their bodies are recoiling as if they've been shot. And I just think it's such a cool transition. It is
1: a really cool transition and an entrance for both of them. Yeah. I love, especially with the comeback stages, we get a wonderful shot of just how smooth they are with this transition. But that OG soap movement where we go in from J Hope into Yungi's verse that that mm. you know they're kind of like I don't know bouncing their shoulders and arms uh-huh. and, and they just all of a sudden you spin see, around each other. Yeah, you see uh, J Hope spin out of the shot and Yungi spins into the shot. It's so smooth. It's really cool. Yeah,
0: like they go kind of back to back. And I remember watching for the first time because. As a reminder, like this video didn't come out, so the first time that we saw this choreography was comeback stages and we were like, "What? Where did Yoongi come Where from? Did came Yoongi out Yoongi of come nowhere." From? Yeah, it was so yeah. so
1: well done, very smooth.
0: Yeah. Hope the soap transitions continue forever. Oh,
1: me too. <laughs>
0: um, I have to talk about this is one of the things that I is super memorable for me with this music video is Jungi's verse especially when he has red lighting during his verse um, I think it's well known that I think BTS always looks so fucking good when there's like that infrared lighting on them something about it man I think mm-hmm. everybody understands um, but during his verse he has G Cook backing him up and in one of the shots they're dancing on that press conference table behind him it looks super cool and then they are pulled away almost as if they've been affected by like an explosion in the middle, um, in slow motion and they slow down while yungi is superimposed in front of them, like rapping quickly, full speed, um, I just think they all look so fucking hot. So I think cool. the the camera effects and like what's going on is super cool. And I just love this I verse. I love that
1: shot too. Especially seeing them slowed down and Yoongi's in real time. Like that is such a cool shot with the infrared too. It's like, damn. Yeah. And we've got Yoongi with bright blue hair. And, and the, the headband. The headband. Fuck. And the bandanas hanging down. Yeah. Like it's, it's a lot. <laughs> This is why you don't pick
0: up on the storyline. Um, yeah, because you're just wrecked by the headbands. <laughs> also, I was constantly wrecked. I noticed in this video, almost the entire time, Jimin has the jacket off of his shoulder, mm-hmm. and he's wearing a tank top. So you just get like just arm muscle, flexed arm muscles so much. He worked it's- that
1: shit. He worked that shit. He did it with blood, sweat, and tears. He's like, all right. I'm, gonna keep I'm just going to do this going. forever now. Did it yeah. for DNA, did it for mic drop and he continues to do it to this day. Uh, and we love it. Blessing. Yeah, we
0: love and it. And we love him for it. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I think this might be the first time that we get to see this really mature Jungkook starting to, to do some like cheek flexing. He still does this. I, I to me, this is one of the major things that wrecks me with Jungkook mm-hmm. is the cheek flexing. I don't know how to flex my own cheek, but his like muscles, every muscle in his body is just so defined and strengthened. I don't know. <laughs> but he like flexes his cheeks. It's just so great. Um, yeah. But I would have to say the moment for me that I just <laughs> being a Tae Young stan get wrecked every time and love it every time I see it. I gotta give a timestamp. It's at 302 or 303. What's up, 303?
0: Um, 303.
1: <laughs> uh, I love 303. Anyways, that's a whole different group. Um, but Young at 302, 303. It's after that, like, Cook, like, did you see my bag? Did you see my bag? And they're in that, like, recording slash interrogation room. They're trying to get into position. They're moving into position where Jimin is front and center. And the camera just is, like, panning over to Jimin, But in that, like, Young doesn't let you breathe for a second. He's, like, doesn't Mm -mm. even give you this transitional movement to breathe. Um, He Because he stays in the
0: shot, right? Yeah,
1: he stays in the shot because, like, he's on the far right of the, the shot where Jimin's in the center. And then Jungkook makes his way over to the left. But, like... it's just a camera pan that's all it is like it's Mm -hmm. not supposed to be like wrecking you know (laughs) like we're focusing on Young. it's just we're moving the camera and he happens to be in the shot and he Mm -hmm. is snarling at the camera guys like ooh, the google doc has screenshots (laughs) because i had to screenshot it because it's so unnecessary this like additional snarl he does it's so vicious and uh conniving and like, oh my god! Okay, especially
0: like, this second picture that you have, like Jesus.
1: Yeah, like what do you? What? Why? Like what do, what do you what want? You be,
0: what are you gonna be so mean for? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> you guys does anyone still say rude and illegal because like three years ago when we didn't have a stan twitter account and we still had an instagram account that was named sugar free cookie jams um that was our first stan account name of us to start a podcast about bts i know who the (laughs) fuck are we but like you guys we used to say rude and illegal like left and right about this type of shit so let us know if you still say that um The <laughs> I guess we already kind of talked about that massive explosion that they have outside, but I just have to remind everybody that that was not CGI, nor were the floating bodies on fire. Those were obviously not real bodies, but they were actually like props there on fire. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a real ass explosion. Um, Even in the behind the scenes shooting video, you can see members warning each other not to flinch when it happens because it's, it was really loud and super hot right behind them. And then obviously we have to talk about Yungie's iconic mic drop at the end of this. Yeah. Incredible way to end the song. I've always loved that it's been Yungie who does that because I feel like he's the fucking badass who should he be is doing it. He's the badass it.
1: of the group. Yeah. He's the total badass of the group. Yeah. He had to be the one to mic drop. Hell yeah. Mhm. The whole thing is iconic.
0: True. It totally the is. The whole mm. thing. Yeah. Um, wow. I absolutely love this music video.
1: Yeah, me too. And I think here at the end, we just want to give our overall thoughts and really how this era impacted BTS's success in America. Mm -hmm. We found that this era really appealed to a wide range of audience. Uh, DNA had major pop vibes, while Mic Drop really was hip hop rap influenced. We also got that remix So the addition of the mic drop remix brought an additional layer of electronic music. So not only are we getting pop, rap, hip hop, but we're also getting remix electronic music. Uh, We've maybe mentioned this on the podcast before, but our intro for our podcast, that idol remix that we kind of get, that's more electronic. Mm -hmm. We were able to get a hold of someone and really kind of like, uh, relate to someone for this because they loved electronic music and loved steve aoki and they were like oh wait mm-hmm. steve aoki did the song with bts and so from there it was like wow i would have maybe never ever connected with this person before unless Mike drop yeah. had been dropped with the steve aoki electronic remix that was done
0: and that's how we have a remix of idol as our mm-hmm. intro yeah mm-hmm. um i think also going along with the wide range of audience appeal is the fact that um Mike drop the remix had full-on english verses full-on english chorus mm-hmm. um and i think you know as much as you and i think that that's silly and immature to not consume music just because it's not in the same language as you were as your native language um we believe that music transcends language you know yeah. and you can you can enjoy it even if you don't know lyrically what they're saying um but to a lot of Americans that is not the case even Americans were really open minded um so i think that the inclusion of all of the english in this remix made it possible for mic drop to be so widely played on american radio like
1: Mm -hmm. a lot
0: of our friends and family send us little videos when they hear bts on their local radio station um and this is probably the one that we got the most it's rare even nowadays like even with boy boy with love with halsey we maybe got like one person send us and um like i think my coworker sent me that he uh listened to boy with love and it was on the Mm -hmm. radio but like Very rare nowadays, but I think mic drop was played so much on American radio. It was
1: played so, so much. Like, both my sisters sent it to me. My friend Kelsey, who doesn't listen to any of this type of music, sent it to me. Um, Like, I just, I remember really the mic drop remix getting so much radio play Mm -hmm.
0: especially we didn't talk about it because it's not in the music video but the remix that played on the radio also had designer on it and Mm -hmm. i mean who's heard the name designer in three years not me but like back then designer Mm -hmm. was fucking huge and um you know i i really think that this remix with aoki featuring designer on the radio version helped contribute to their success as well just it further enabled them to get the foot their foot in the door and then they could continue to make music that they really wanted to make.
1: Yeah. Overall, I think the, the moral of the story here is that even though love yourself, her and the whole album kind of gets slept on or isn't seen as one of their best albums or even that DNA or mic drop are a part of their best songs, uh, it was influential and a huge movement and progress and, uh, step, foot in the door with the states especially
0: yeah yeah it definitely deserves more recognition for what it did to help propel bts into their success with um, with western audiences um and i do think it tends to get a little overshadowed but it is still such an incredible album these music videos that go along with this album are so great guys um, please go back and give them a watch again maybe go back and stream some love yourself her yeah. um If you enjoyed this episode, or if you enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Um, You could send us a voice message on our website, anchor.fm slash standingbts. Uh, You could send us an email, you could DM us or tweet at us, um, and of course, links for all of those things are in the description.
1: In the description. Thanks for listening, and thanks for standing, BTS. Mic drop.